you guys may know this already, but um, our good personal friend, close good personal friend, creator of such masterpieces as the Starlight Express and Love Never Dies. Oh, my God. Um, Yes, that's right, Mr. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Just Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. We're on a first name basis with him. So, Andrew. So, Andy. Yeah, so, Andy. um, And? He he just released uh, about a month ago. Uh, We got the first previews of the new show coming to Broadway. It was already on... um, was in London, but now it's going to coming to Broadway, and reports say it's worse uh, than it was in London. <laughs> but I'm going to play you guys a clip, and I don't know if we can include any of this. Oh, I can't wait! But I'm going to play you guys a clip of his new show. Okay. Now, was she saying "Bad Cinderella"? Yes, that is the title of the show. It is called "Bad Cinderella." I mean, it's it's Andrew Lloyd Webber's twisted. Twisted take on the classic fairy tale Cinderella. Okay. Where Cinderella's bad. Yes, she's the bad Cinderella. So she's wait. <laughs> so she's bad. So enough. wait though. But she's but she's still Cinderella. Yeah, but, yeah, she's, but she's bad, bad. Cinderella. But, but if she's Cinderella, then she must No, she's bad. But she's the bad she's, Cinderella. So like it's like if Cinderella was bad, so that's what it's like. She's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cinderella. Uh, wait, 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 wait. She's wait, wait, Cinderella. Wait, wait. No, no, she's bad Cinderella. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are there are there other girls in this production? Is she like them or is she unlike them? No, no, no. Perhaps? She's not like other girls. She's bad Cinderella. Yeah, she's bad Cinderella, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my I don't, mind around yeah, I don't, it. I don't, I don't know. I think you guys are going to have to find some way to maybe simplify this. Um, in the exceptionally beautiful kingdom of Belleville... Everything Bell- is perfect. Belleville. The prince is charming. The townsfolk are ravishing. Only one stubborn peasant stands in the way of absolute perfection. Cinderella. Bad. Cinderella. Is it so? Is it because so, she's not? She's not hot enough. No, is it she's, she's a peasant? I think she's because bad? it's because she's bad. It's because she's bad. She's bad. So the 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 cast system is really. Fine, and everybody likes it. Except but she's for, bad. Yeah, except, except for her, the she's one bad. who's bad. Which wait, is wait, 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 okay, wait, 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 wait. Can you give me some like examples of some bad things she does? Like, does she ever like I don't know, like go to like live in the United States, even though she's from England? But then, like, whenever like a Tory policy is about to be voted on, she goes back to England just so that she can vote on the Tory policy and try to push more conservative legislation through. But then she comes right back to the U.S. Like, does she do anything? I don't know, like that. <laughs> No, no, mostly she just dresses in sort of a punk style from what I've been able to uh, to, to figure out. Oh, I get it now. So she's Cinderella, but she's bad. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like, so, so here's the rest of the, of the uh, <laughs> thing here. Huh. To the flawless residents and royals of Belleville, this damsel is the distress. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cinderella's only friend is the overlooked Prince Sebastian. But when his older brother, Prince Charming, mysteriously disappears... Sebastian is thrust into the spotlight. The new royal heir must choose a bride at the ball and live unhappily ever after. Whoa, that's kind of I don't know wow. about this guy. This, this take on Cinderella sounds a little a little too twisted. It's a little for dark my, for my taste. It's pretty it's pretty dark and twisted. I don't so. know who could twisted. come up with something like this. So Cinderella pays a visit to the godmother who can solve any problem for a price. Okay. Anyway, that's uh <laughs> It's about Cinderella. Wow. So wait, that's just the whole, that's the premise. That's the premise. That's incredibly dark. What is she, I mean, it's like, it's really like, a, I'm feeling uncomfortable and scared. Yeah, yeah I, because I she's know, so too, bad. So like, it's does she have to like, for me. so does she have to like, um, hide her true self to like accomplish tasks in, mm. 
in the play? No, I don't think so. I think she just goes around the whole time in, in punk clothing and being like, I'm bad. And everybody's like, okay. That's all I've been able to tell from the previews that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, that makes me really uncomfortable just to hear you talk about oh, it. Oh, it's really like, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to like break out into sweat. Like, I just yeah, I can't, I can't imagine someone really behaving like that if way. we didn't talk about this anymore. Like, <laughs> 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 like I don't want to yuck on anybody's intro cat. Like, <laughs> 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 It's just like we. I just feel like uh, it's like a workplace crime that you brought I know. this. Yeah, I know. But do you guys want to see a picture? Had an HR department. I would be talking to them right now. Right. But here's a picture of Cat. You can see. So you can see that she's so bad. Cat. This is really oh, no, inappropriate. Cat, this, I can't, you can't. Cat, you can't. Oh, oh no. Is she wearing leggings, Cat? Yeah. I can't. And, and a, and a uh, leather. And her hair has gel in Please it. Please don't yeah, describe her, this to me. Her oh, hair is this to me. Oh, it's really scary because she looks like, oh my God. She, she literally a, a Disney looks, Channel original movie cast. She yeah, literally really looks s- like if Cinderella was bad and I don't like she that. Looks, She's got like a spiky bun thing going on. You know, you yeah, can tell. I, I wish you would stop describing it. I wish you would stop describing it. <laughs> you can tell she's got sort of a 90s, you know, grunge punk thing going, but oh. also like very early 2000s Monica. This Cat. is a crime against humanity. Can we change the subject? We have literally progressed past this as a society, and the fact that you're dragging us back into it makes I'm me not, uncomfortable. I'm not. Andrew is, okay? Yeah, Kat, you're perpetuating, you're giving him a platform on this podcast. He's our friend, and we should support him. Oh, he yeah, was our friend. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not after this shit. Yeah, I mean, famously, Andrew Lloyd Webber has never done anything <laughs> this point. And this... This, this is, is too far. This is the this fucking line in the sand. Well, oh, anyway, um, that's coming to Broadway. When is that coming to Broadway? I don't want to think about it, and I don't want to know about it. That's Cinderella. It's already out. Released March fifteenth. Wow. We could go. We could plan a trip to go see. Uh, if I'm going anywhere near that theater, playing this play, it will be with uh, picket signs <laughs> and mace spray. <laughs> Oh, well, Andrew Lloyd Webber is a piece of shit. Let's play D&D. Hello, my name is Kat, and I am a bad Cinderella. Oh, I I just, you know, I felt like I had finally moved wow. past it and I was ready yeah. to like, you know, <sighs> like, like, just like get on with my life. Here's and the thing. you keep bringing it back up. Um, hi, I'm Noelle and I'm medium Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Neutral Cinderella. <laughs> said hi, what I said. I'm Hannah and I'm small Cinderella. <laughs> Don't I go next? Don't you I do. fucking go next? You do, you but do. Hannah had a better joke. Yeah, that's so fair. Okay. To jump you in line. Well, hi, my name is Juniper, and I don't think that we should be fucking making jokes about something that's this serious. <laughs> so. That's all I have to say. Uh, well, you got me. You got me there. All right. So last time, uh, you guys, you did your heist. You escaped the casino with without any big fight, really. You, you guys kind of smashed it. I mean, you. You did smash it, but you also smashed it. Yeah. Um, and then immediately uh, a terrible brawl uh, started on the streets of Nakama outside of the casino. And mm. you saw Wiley Greener um, receive consequences 
you assume, as he was dragged, kicking and screaming back to the Lamia. After that, you met back up with Ono, who appeared in your hotel room to say that, uh, you know, they are a, a servant of the Kiloni and the Kiloni has told them to help you. What to help they're supposed to help you with? They don't know, but they're here to help. So you guys uh, used Ono as a source of information and Ono was perfectly charming and not infuriating and you didn't hate them at all. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah I genuinely did not hate them. Listen, no, 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 it's no, no, complicated. But <laughs> <laughs> so Ono... Um, was able to help by offering uh, useful tool tips about the different mercenary groups in the city that you could hire. Uh, your options were the Black Kestrels, who were big and good, but also pretty flaky. The Kukui Warriors, who are small, but very noble, will get the job done. They're great fighters. And then your last choice was the Cult of the Burning Ones, uh, who are a death cult dedicated to Raskar. So you guys chose to go with the Kukui Warriors, who were great. And then after hiring the Kukui Warriors, you guys decided to do a little bit of uh, deception, a little bit of of misdirection, and dressed up a dead body in the colors of Torva with a fake note from Torva saying that... Uh, He's got Raskar's son, um, and that Raskar's son survived and is with Torva. And the Burning Ones uh, immediately butchered the uh, assumed messenger and the horse, and you assume that the message was conveyed to them. All right, so uh, that is where you guys are now. Corbin, you're still flying around as a crow over the Burning Ones camp. Uh, the leader who asked uh, who would read the letter you guys forged... He leads a group into one of the tents. What do you do? How long do you circle for? Uh, like? Not too long. I think once they go into their tents, I probably I probably go back because mm -hmm. uh, I'm not about to land on the tent or try to get in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After what I just saw. <laughs> All right. So, Corbin, you you just see that the message has gotten into their hands mm -hmm. and then you head back. Yeah, okay, I come home. I, I come back. Uh, I see you guys standing still at the gate, I assume. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I, I land. I turn back into a boy, and I say, everyone, the message has been delivered. Okay, great. The horse has been brutally killed. Oh, what? God. And I am afraid. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, I mean, I'm, listen, we've seen some shit, you guys. Okay, well, we're not responsible for anything that happens from here on out, so let's just go. Uh, <laughs> wait, weren't we going to send, uh, Slugbird? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the slug. Can I cast... <laughs> you can cast whatever you want. Can I cast... Can I want to cast stone skin on slug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, Slugbird, I, I take Gary out and I cast stone skin upon him and his um, previously wet and squelchy skin turns into hardened scales and... His AC is high, <laughs> and he will be safe. He's going to be safe. Yeah. So when, when Slugbird takes off out of your hands, you see he gives a little hop and, like, falls just a little bit, and then, like, his wings good, good. catch up, and he very slowly ascends into Gary, the sky. Gary, do not land. You have to remain flying. If you have to land, 
You land at least one mile away from their camp. <laughs> you understand me, Gary? And Gary is just like like a butterfly flying away. Stay safe. <laughs> from your pocket, it's like Darius gives a little, be safe, Gary. And now what do you guys want to do next? Uh, Gary is off to watch some burning ones. You've hired your mercenaries. Uh, you still got refugees waiting in the train that you left in the forest, mm. and the Estrins are waiting in New Estra. Uh, and then you've also got the Dwarves of Estadel waiting for your return, too. So, um, I think we need to go to the train first, and then I suppose back to New Estra. Yeah. Yeah, we should check on the dwarves who are there. Yeah, we should check on those little babies. Uh, okay, so you guys are, you're still at the North Gate. How do you guys want to get there? Ono is looking expectantly at you. Oh. Um, and uh, they say, if you're heading out of town, well, you know, I do have some business uh, near the West Gate. If you could just drop me off, that would be so great. Um, Kat, is the West Gate on our way at all? No. <laughs> is it the opposite of our direction? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'd uh, I'd ask you if you'd like to uh, join us in a magical war for the uh, fate of our known world. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that I that I know what the answer to that question would be. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't leave Nakama. I'm 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 a city. I'm like a pigeon. <laughs> You, you take me out of the city, you put me in a forest. What am I going to do? I don't eat seeds, I eat garbage. Fair that, point. <laughs> that is evocative. You live um, a really beautiful life. <laughs> I am not made for for foraging or or sleeping outside or or pooping in a hole. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, you should try it. It's not bad. Oh, no. No, I will be. I will be remaining here in the city. And if the war ever comes to Nakama... Well, maybe try and make sure it doesn't. I don't think I do very well. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that one, Ono. Anyway, good luck getting to the West Gate. Bye. Bye, Ono. And uh, Ono waves, and when you look back, they're gone. Of course, naturally. Like a carriage passes, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Natchy. There Natchy. they go. Natch. Um, I, yeah, so I guess we could, we can take a rickshaw to, I, I'm assuming the East Gate is what would be closest to our thing. I believe, yes. Yes. All right, so you guys head back into the woods outside of Nakama. You're, you know where you're going. You're heading along. You're having a normal time. How are you guys feeling? Let's vibe check. How's everybody doing? Uh, I mean, we saw a corpse and a horse be torn. Technically, only Corbin saw it. Oh, yeah, only Corbin saw it. I'm emotionally yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, Corbin described the description. It to you. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure in the horrible, grotesque, <laughs> yeah, grotesque yeah. detail. He wouldn't do that. Uh, Fran's not too worried about that. <laughs> um, she's just kind of more getting antsy. Antsy pantsy. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Corbin's desperately practicing um, living in the moment so that he doesn't have to think about what's about to happen. So he's very much, he's kind of reflecting on... Mm -hmm. He's um, like, I'm in this moment, my feet are in my shoes, my shoes are on the ground. Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. reflecting on, maybe living a little bit in the past, he's thinking about, you know, the the horse that was killed. I think he's probably like, man, good thing I wasn't that horse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think he's, generally speaking, okay, but mostly because he's not dwelling on 
Mm-hmm. Not what he saw. No, on the on potential future. Oh, or on the potential events. future. Yeah, yeah. Got He's it. fine with the horse being destroyed. Oh my god. <laughs> Horses get destroyed all the time. <laughs> they get destroyed constantly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's how it be. Speaking of horses, are we should we ride our Oh yeah, you can summon your horses. You can just turn around and they're there. Yeah. I feel like that'd be useful. Wait, Slake, how are you doing? You didn't. Uh, yeah, you hey, can't just I'm not mean, emotionally engaged. Yeah, tell I me mean, your emotional I'm, state. I'm, I'm stressed out. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. It's just getting really real, you know. Like mm-hmm. Slake is probably asking you guys, like, so how are you? How are you guys? How are you guys doing? Fine. Great. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's just, we're all just gonna, yep, and it's gonna, I mean, what's gonna happen is gonna happen, like, And we don't have to think about what's gonna happen at all, <sighs> we're just right here, you know? I mean, or we can think about it and plan for it meticulously. No, or we just, you know, what happens, what happens, But ultimately, happens, and you can't worry about it, don't you go can just do waterfalls. what you can do, and <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls, stay in the streams and lakes. the lakes, and that, the rivers, that and the rivers, and the calderas and stuff that you know. Yeah, and the caves and stuff. Yeah. But also leave them and go fight um, yeah. a, a war, so. Mary gives two thumbs up. <laughs> Did that help? Um, <laughs> people have told both me and friend that we're really good at comforting people. Yeah, we told each other that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And Mary also was there and didn't disagree. So I can only assume. Mary said nothing to the, uh, uh, either way. Mary signs, you can't say Mary said nothing. I never say anything. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, all right. <laughs> that does not indicate my approval. It just indicates that I didn't feel like moving my hands. Wise words. So we are great at comforting people. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin smacks uh, Slake on the back comfortingly. <laughs> and, and Mary signs to you. like, it's going to be... Fran and Corbin... Uh, I hate to say that they're right, but... No, they're not right, but they're, they have a grain of, gr- grain of rightness there. We can't dwell too much on what's going to happen. We just have to control what we can control. Mm-hmm. Which is most of it. Yeah, I don't disagree. <laughs> we I would say don't worry about it, Slake, because like you just got to go out there and do what you do and do it, do it, do it so good, and yeah, that's gonna be good enough. And we'll be fine. Mary signs, yeah, something like that. And I'm gonna do what I do. Fran will do the planning. I'll do the improvising, and you do the killing. Way it's always been. <laughs> and Mary signs, and I will make sure you all survive. Yeah, and Mary keeps us alive. <laughs> I I am gonna squeeze all your little hands, so watch out. <laughs> oh, my hand! Oh god, that was a good one, Slate. Ooh, popped a joint. <laughs> oh well, I, I'm I'm glad we're together at least. Mary hmm. nods too. It'll be good to have everybody together at the end. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we've got. We've got, our, even if all of us fucking die, you know, we die together. That's comforting, right? All right. Is that not, that's not comforting for you guys? <laughs> we're not going to die. We got married. No, I mean, I don't think we're going to die either. But like, if we did die, we'd be together. So like, it's Mary's But we're not going to die. And Mary's not going to die. And you're not going to die. And Slake's not going to die. Yeah. We're all going to survive this. 
Yeah, but like if we and, and, and Dawson and Dawson will have to survive this. I'm I am. Oh, oh, I forgot. That's none of my business. I don't care about him. He could die if he wants. What happens after? Uh, oh, Dawson, I I only told him I'd get him through the end of the world. So uh, if the world keeps going, then I think we're off the hook. Nice until one, Mary. the world starts ending again. Good job. Hopefully it doesn't. Wait, what happens after for us? Do we just like live with massive PTSD for the rest of our lives and stuff, and like go be? A, what happened to living farm? in the moment, Corbett? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it might be. Yeah, no, we'll probably die anyway, so it doesn't matter. I look at you, Corbin. <laughs> Fran grabs Corbin's face huh? and she stares into his eyes and says, "You're not allowed to fucking die." Oh, just so you know. Okay. Mary agrees with me. She Mary- didn't sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> Mary signs. For the record, I do agree with Fran. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to try to, you know, it'll be f- we'll we'll be fine. We'll all. Get through this, Mary signs, one way or another. Exactly. Yeah. And as uh, as you guys finally come to that conclusion, feel maybe a little more calm, maybe a little more stressed out, depending on where you started the conversation. <laughs> yeah, Fran's definitely more stressed out. Um, you hear a clamor coming up from somewhere ahead of you in the woods, right where the train was. A long time no mid-roll. Um, it's me. I'm coming to you live from the nighttime. I stole in this mid-roll from Juniper. Juniper does not keep track of our posting schedules, and thus they have no idea that they were supposed to help edit this episode because I didn't tell them. <laughs> um, hi, it's Summer. I've gone a little bit insane. I've lost my mind, but on the bright side, oh, that was my dog flipping his ears. Googie. He thinks that the crickets outside are going to come in the house and kill him. He seems really upset about them. That's not important. I, I'm i here to tell you that I've gone insane, and that's okay. I've come by a rush of pure excitement and motivation regarding this podcast, as I'm very excited with what will happen. I'm so sorry if you can hear my dog licking himself. As this um, story, this arc of our podcast this um, wonderful campaign comes to its close um, over the next several episodes. And so I am hoping that at least once in the next month, I'm going to release two episodes in a row. I'm trying, I'm going to try and aim for also a releasing next week. So don't tell anyone, don't let this get out. Nobody needs to know. It just can stay between you and me. <laughs> and, um, all right, let's get into the mineral things. God, it's been so fucking long since I've done this. All right, so guess what? We're having a summer sale. My friend Errol has done the most incredible um, magics and dark rituals in order to um, put things on store and make store cheaper and make thing cheaper and bring it to you. Um, Errol literally does runs the store themselves. Everything you get has touched Errol's little 
clawed hands. And that is, that's coming straight to your house from Errol's printer that they personally use for other things. So I just hope that you all know how special, how special the merch is from the store. Head on over to legendlark.store if you would like to buy something from the summer sale. Mugs are now in stock as well. Um, Errol again has literally the clouds parted and they descended slowly with their hands out like a Buddha and then touched slowly onto the ground and their foot like, you know, like touched with the, with the toe first. And then it like slowly like went all to the whole foot. <laughs> Lots of foot details here tonight. All right. So <laughs> that all being said, head on over to legendalark.store to, ha- to check out our mugs because they're just really, <laughs> just really good. They say roll to fall in love on them and they have a little dragon. Designed by Errol, um, God's gift to humanity. Alrighty, also, <laughs> you hear this sound? You hear this sound? This is obviously the sound of a slug, you idiot. So we were sent in the mail some beautiful slug fidgets from a person called Janet. Um, we became insane as soon as we opened the box. The box did say that they were for ages three plus, and we were <laughs> initially extremely offended. As the note said, I don't know, seems like something you'd be into. Ages three plus, Janet, are you serious? And then as soon as we touched them, we were into them and we became insane. They're very good fidgets. Listen to the noise. They're like interlocking sections, like a rattlesnake tail. And they're very, very good. And we divided them as such. I have the green one. And he, in my mind, is very slimy. But in reality, he's made of plastic. And that's better than being slimy. Also, the giveaway is done. So we've selected winners and sent prizes. Thank you all for submitting your clips. They might be used for special things if I stay this insane this whole the rest of the summer. Um, I have a few weeks left to do my foul deeds uh, before the school year starts and I'm once again beset by agonies. But you all keep me safe from the agonies usually. And the people who keep me the safest from the agonies are of course our patrons on Patreon. <laughs> Thank you to Austin. Oh bitch. Thank you to Layla. You little stinker. Thank you to Actual Atlas. You get me, bro. Thank you to Joey Martinez. That's right. Joey of Martinez fame. Thank you to Scotty Talks. You're, you're talking to me right now. And thank you to Small Cat Slayer. You are a piece of shit. Do not slay cats, small or otherwise. I also want to just bring up that the Apple Podcasts reviews have been real slow lately. And I just would love to encourage you, if you haven't already, to leave us a little, a little review because they really, like, I know we say this all the time, but they really help, okay? They really help. And if you don't want to hear me sound like this ever again, a car? Do you hear that? A car? A, tra- a car went by? Oh, God damn it. All right. So... Our beautiful patrons. Am I sounding like Laika? Our beautiful patrons. <laughs> All right. I, no, fuck. Not our patrons. Fuck. Oh, I messed it up. Our beautiful reviewers. I thank you to Flora. Two, two, three, five. I thank you to Lurch's Lady. And Melanie. 29 from Australia. You guys just really keep me going. Rev my engine. Yeah, leave us Apple podcast reviews because we're good podcasters, especially me. And last of all, a message to my main bitch, Chantel.
Chantel, girl, Shanty. I know you hate being called that. I know you hate to be called Shanty Town, but all right. I won't call you that anymore. I understand. Chantel, Chantel, we went to get tea the other day. And at any point, we could go see Spider-Verse, which I have seen and you have not seen. And I'm going to experience again through your eyes. I love you, Chantel. The code word is Old Fat Warlock. The sleeper agent is active as fuck. Goodbye. I mean, go. You hear a clamor coming up from somewhere ahead of you in the woods, right where the train was. Was? Or is. Where you expect the train to be. Um, <laughs> I hate the way you phrase um, this. Fran, Fran starts grabbing at various people and pulling them like into hiding positions. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that- that's good because Corbin was about to run towards the clamor. I was yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Fran is, uh, Fran's got this. <laughs> Fran has one level in She's holding now. all these threads together. White knuckled grip. Fran, oh. Fran has one level in rogue, and sh- by God, she's gonna use it. Yeah, and we're gonna hide. Bitch. <laughs> we're gonna hide. <laughs> um, all right, why don't you guys all make me a stealth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, I did great. That's a four. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, I don't want to brag, but mm-hmm. I did roll a twenty. Okay. Whoa. I got a fourteen in total. All oh, right, man. Mary did all right. So it's just Corbin. Cool. Fran, you successfully grab uh, Slake and Mary and you, yourself. You guys are, are hidden away. Mm-hmm. Corbin, Jeez. you didn't get the memo. I keep running, I guess. <laughs> you, slip, you slip out of my little grass. Yeah. Slide. And, and Corbin <laughs> charges in. Corbin. Okay, so Corbin, as you charge into the clearing of splintered trees and gouges in the earth and, you know, all of the aftermath of running a train at max speed through a portal into the forest. Um, you see that the train is surrounded by people wearing black armor with large birds emblazoned on it. Maybe it looks like a kestrel. Wait. Yeah. This is the people that we hired? You didn't hire. You didn't hire and they went, uh, they went marauding instead. So, uh, Corbin. Yeah, uh, I see them. You see them, and everybody roll initiative. Maybe we'll get a surprise Six. round. 16. 16, okay. 8. I got 19. Do you want to use Corbin as a meat shield? You can. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I think you should. Ah. Okay, how many people is Corbin up against? Yeah, so, Corbin, as you run into this clearing, you see that there is about half a dozen kestrels all sort of in a loose semicircle around the entrance of the train. Several of the train windows are open and the dwarves are firing, they're firing guns at the kestrels to keep them at bay. However, the the kestrels are kind of like they're positioning themselves. They're dodging the shots. They're kind of figuring out like where the guns are. So you can tell like the dwarves are not going to last much longer. They are going to get rushed. They're going to get breached. Corbin, looking at the situation, they probably have about 
you know, 20 seconds or two rounds. Okay, okay. Is it possible for me to lose my cover without Fran and Mary having yeah. to lose oh, theirs? Oh, yeah, you get. So you I'm can good at absorbing damage. All right, so okay. if you want to break your cover immediately and chase after Corbin. Yep, I, I, my, my Corbin senses are tingling, <laughs> and so I jump up out of the bush yelling, Corbin, and run after him. Fran uh, smacks her face. <laughs> and and Mary, hand. Mary, in a little crouch next to you, gives a little wave like, Look at me, I'm so good. <laughs> uh, Fran, Fran pats her on the head. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Corbin, you are immediately spotted as you run in head first into this clearing. Mm. I assume screaming. Yeah. The One of the Kestrels turns from his examining of the train car and just immediately goes, oh, new combatant. Time to fuck him up. Uh, that is going to be a non-natural 20. Yes, that hits me, Catherine. <laughs> okay, six plus three, that is a nine. And then he is going to attack again. 16 to hit the second time. Uh, that does not hit. And the third time, 18. Uh, it does. It does, all yes. right. So uh, on the third attack, after hitting you once with the scimitar, missing the second time, and then like you've like danced out of range, but then he lunges forward with a dagger that you didn't see in his other hand. Mm. And he gives you a little a little stab for a sweet seven damage. That's get real. <laughs> Cor- Corbin says that. <laughs> Corbin stabbed in the side. Get real. <laughs> this guy. Alright, so now it is Fran's turn. All right, so Fran is going to cast Mirror Image. So okay. her little gaggle of clones pops up around her behind the bush. Nice. Corbin, you're up next. Oh, sweet. I am going to summon two giant hyenas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Get those awesome. hyenas going. Yes. <laughs> Could I have a piece of... That was my hyena laugh. It's really All good. Right. What are their names? This might be a terrible thing because they may not they may not survive this encounter. Oh God, They're so. probably not gonna. So um, do, you, do you even want to name yeah, them? I don't wanna... Are you kidding me? Of course I'm gonna name them. <sighs> hyena one's name is Bill. Bill, nice. And hyena two's name is um, Flashlight. Flashlight. Why are you pointing at me? Because you're like. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to have it on. I turned it on with yeah. my collarbone. So we'll, we'll say Bill and Flash. Bill and Flash. Bill All right. And Flash. Bill and Flash, the hyenas who have joined the field of battle. They go on your Bill. turn. I take issue with all your names. What the fuck is wrong with Okay, fine. Helga. I kind of liked Bill. Well, her name's Helga now. All right. She's a she's a matriarch. Helga and Flash have joined the battle. <laughs> really good names. I'm really good at this. <laughs> All right, and they go on your turn, right? Uh, yes. So, I guess, who's the bitch that attacked me? Kestrel C. Kestrel okay. C. Okay. Helga is going to go for Kestrel C. She's going to bite him. Oh. Yeah, she got it. She's big. Big girl. Bite his ass. And 20 non-natural to hit. That hits. Hell yeah. 10 biting damage. All right. And the Kestrel goes, Ay! Good. Good. Uh, and then I'm going to have Flash go for that same fucking bitch. Okay. Oh, Helga and Flash. Well, I don't think he's going to do very oh, good yeah. because that was a uh, seven. Oh, hit. nope. Nope, that does not hit. Yeah, he misses. He bonks his head on the train instead. <laughs> oh, oh, no. he's, he's okay. He doesn't get hurt. He, he just charges he in. Thick a, skull. Yeah, he charges in a little too hot and yeah. misses. Yeah, he gets he's ramped up by Helga's win. All right. Uh, now it is Kestrel B's turn. 
And uh, he is going to go for Helga since she is attached Asshole. to his pal. All right. Misses on the first. Uh, next one is a 15. That one hits. All right. The last one is a 24. Yeah, that hits my beloved Helga. Yes. All right. So <laughs> the uh, the Kestrel hits your beloved Helga once with his sword, and that is going to be six damage. Okay. And then once with his dagger, which is going to be four damage. So 10 total damage okay, to dear sweet math. Helga. Right. All right, uh, the other Kestrel is going to go after uh, Flash, who ran towards... Not sweet, stupid Flash. Yeah, so ran towards him, so he is going to... First one is a 11. Uh, that does not hit. Okay, second one is a 10. That does not hit. All right, third one is an 18. That hits. So uh, this this guy like runs up to the hyena and like tries to slash, slash, and uh, Flash gets the sword in his teeth mm, and is like, and, and like pull, trying to pull it away. But then he gets a knife across his flank, uh, but it's only going to be five damage. Cool. So now Slake rushes in. Slake runs in after Corbin. Indeed. Yep. And yeah, I think I am going to maybe attack the the one that's closest to Corbin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll just go in, you know, just go in with the picks. Just a normal Tuesday night, 15 to hit. Yes, meets a beats. Oh, okay, great. Six damage. Six damage to uh, which one? The one that attacked Corbin first? Yes, the one that's closest to Corbin. So second attack, 17. That'll hit. Sweet. Six damage. Okay. Once more. Well, that's only 12. All right, that one doesn't hit, so... Not having a great day, Kestrel C. All right, now it is another one of the Kestrels. Actually, is going to be attacking the train, and he has a uh, a crossbow, and he is going to fire into the train. All right, first one's going to hit. Second one will not. Third attack will hit. All right, so that is uh, seven damage to the train defenders of an unknown amount of damage that the train can take. Ugh. And now it is, oh, it is another guy. So this guy, you see, he kind of like shoves his way out from the group. And this guy looks, he's actually quite a bit smaller than the rest of the guys. But Corbin, when you look at him, you're like, clearly this guy is the meanest. Mm. He's the strongest. Mm-hmm. He looks like a terrifying weasel that's about to claw your eyes out. <laughs> yep. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm well familiar with weasels. Yes. Um, so he is going to go for you, Corbin. Great. Okay, I love that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and he is carrying a spear and a shield with the Kestrel emblem emblazoned upon it. So he is going to run at you, Corbin. Sixteen to hit. That does not hit, Mister Weasel ass bitch. Okay. Well, he's got more attacks. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. That tracks. <laughs> uh, next one is a nineteen. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Last attack is a 13. So only hits you once. Yep. That is going to be a sweet 11 damage to you, Corbin. Okay. Corbin says again, get real. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, the last Kestrel, she is going to attack here. And actually, she's going to go after Slake, which means actually, Slake, you are flanked by these guys. Yes. So she is going to get advantage. All right, so she attacks once with her sword. All right, that's going to be a 23. That'll hit. Yeah, that'll hit. So that's the second one was a 10. And then her third attack is going to be a 19. Yep. So twice. So you get hit once with the sword. 
That is gonna be nine on the sword damage. Okay. And then another four from her dagger. All right, okay. Yes. I see how it is. All right, and then uh, Mary is, for her turn, going to cast Bless, and now on an attack roll or a saving throw, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. Cool. Yes. She is going to cast it at the third level, and she's going to get Bless all of you. Oh, oh, nice. Mary. Little little gold showers over all of us. Don't say it like that. A little shower of golden sparks. A golden shower, you could say. Stop saying that! You could say it's a golden shower. You could say it's a golden shower. It was a nice little moment. You just had to ruin it. All right, so now we are back at the top of the order with the uh, Kestrel who is getting attacked. Corbin wants to yell something at the top of the order, can he? No. He cannot yell. Corbin wants to yell, um, nobody get too close to the train. (laughs) Stay five feet away from the train, please. Actually, actually, that's, no, just don't, don't do close quarters. Slake, just retreat for a minute. Wait, are you talking to me or are you talking to the... Just stay away. <laughs> Slake is currently five feet away from the train. Carmen, okay. there are people inside of the train. I just want to... I'm not going to blow up the train. Now we are back to the uh, Kestrel who is getting attacked by dear sweet Helga. Uh, he is going to try and r- release himself from Helga's grips. Uh, 15 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And... Oh, Helga. Uh, 23 to hit again. Yeah, that'll hit. On the first attack, that's seven damage. Second attack is eight damage. Third attack is seven damage. Wow. He rolled really well. Helga! (laughs) Poor Helga! She's still alive, but she looks bad. (laughs) All right. So now it is Fran's turn again. Okay. How many attackers are there? Uh, There are six Kestrels attacking the train. Okay, and so how close together are they? Are they, like, kind of in a group Um, Yeah, so the one who is... The Slake's uh, in, like, the kind of the middle of their group, right? Right, so so there's the one that's being attacked by a hyena and losing to the hyena. Mm. I don't know if you'd say that. No, you're right. There's Um, one killing Helga. Yeah, there's one... All right, there's one in the process of committing a murder against a hyena. Yes, there's one in the process of murdering a hyena. Awful. Uh, And then there are two that are grouped together. I guess they would be attacking Slake. And then another three that are grouped together, including the weasel man. Okay, I think I'm going to cast Wall of Fire in front of the entrance to the train. You took my attack? (laughs) Not actually, but... Right. It does not burn towards the train. It only burns outwards. Okay. Anybody that's within 10 feet. Yeah, I think that would hit all of them, including Slake. That's fine. I'm used to my friends. What about my hyenas? They would also get hit. Yes. Well, whatever. I'm just looking to it. It's fine. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do they get to make uh, deck saves or anything? Yeah, it's dexterity saving throw that they can, like, throw themselves kind of out of the way. Right. Okay. So let's see how many of these guys uh, throw themselves out of the way. Juniper, you see if your hyenas can. <laughs> I'll see if I can. Yes. They're afraid of fire. Yeah. What are we trying to beat? Oh, you're trying to beat uh, 18, I think. I got 19. Ayo. Excellent. Excellent. Um, one of the Kestrels and the Weasel failed. Everybody else succeeded. Okay. That's a natural 20 for Helga. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, Helga, let's go. <laughs> okay, Flash, don't you let me down. That's another natural 20 for What? <laughs> look at it, look at it, look at it. I I'm see not it. making this I shit up. I see it with my eyes. The 
Jesus the Lord That's smiles crazy. upon his fucking creation. Yeah, shit. Okay. All right. The Jesus Lord? The Jesus Lord. <laughs> I am a born again Christian just like my brother in Faith Noel. Oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> On this day, I have oh, chosen to believe. I love oh. his miracles. Oh. Easy crazy and all of his miracles are here in the room with us today. <laughs> all right. So all right. Uh, those who failed are going to take 23 damage. And those who passed are going to take 11. 11. Dude, Helga would have died. And, and if they try and like go in the train, they get it again. Yeah. So nobody is attacking the train anymore. Nice. All right. Everybody got a big ouchie or a small ouchie. Brandis literally like hasn't moved from the bush, by the way. She's just like pointing up a little <laughs> finger out of the bush. casting magic. Yeah. Yep. Like yep. Po- po- poking her little eye out with one eye. And as a, as a rogue, she can use her bonus action to hide. So she cannot be found oh at, the end of her, at the end of her turns. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Uh, Corby. Okay, well, I'm going to change my shit up a little bit because somebody already did a wall spell. Ooh. But uh, I still have a very cool spell that I can use. I would like to position myself Uh so that all... uh, First of all, I'm going to call my hyenas back. Specifically Helga. But (laughs) but both of them. I'm calling them back from the fray. And then I'm going to go position myself so that as many of the kestrels as possible are in a five-foot line directly in front of me. Okay. Hopefully not Slake. Well, we established that they were all kind (laughs) of... It's just there's a lot of people. I want to do as much damage as I can in sure, one go. Yeah, 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 we need to get out of the fray, Slake. We need yeah. to do AOE or this is never going to end. It's never going to totally fucking end. Understand. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to say, okay. Corbin, if you don't want to hit Slake, mm-hmm. you can hit two of the Kestrels and the Weasel Man. Or I can hit all of them if I don't care about Slake's life. Yes. Yeah, if we want to, if you consider Slake... Having gone into the middle of them, has joined their group, has just, and right. is now against us. I when I selflessly came out uh, here to make sure yeah. that you were all right. I just wow. three, if it was four out of the six, I would have let him live. Fran is in the bush being like, Slake, move! <laughs> I can't, it's not my turn! I know! <laughs> um, let me see, no. you have high constitution, right? I've, yeah, I got good constitution. <laughs> okay. I love how Fran is. Earlier, we're like, we're, we're with you, buddy. We're all together. Yep, yep. And now they're immediately like, it's your fault that you're in a way of our magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I get. Uh, Corbin yells uh, before he casts the spell. He yells, I'm so sorry, buddy, but like, I gotta hit them all, you know? Steve Reich. <laughs> Steve Reich, or else why am I bowling? Um, Slake looks at you like you're fucking insane. And then Corbin casts Sunbeam. Um, oh, Sunbeam, okay. a brilliant white flash of light five oh. feet wide that extends from my palm 60 feet long. Wow, you've, you've leveled up from Moonbeam. Yeah, I've leveled up from Moonbeam. This is now the power of the sun. This is a sixth level spell. Oh, okay, Sunbeam. Yeah, so everybody... Uh, within that line needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. <laughs> 7 plus 15. Oh, thank God. You're fine. 22. Yes. I mean, you're 22. still, you're still right, gonna just, take damage. So what What do they need to beat? They right. need to beat a uh, 17. A 17. Okay, then that means that the weasel man succeeded and I just decided to roll for everybody else at once. Nice. And they failed. Awesome! 
awesome. I love that. Okay. They are going to take 68. Okay. Wait, really? <laughs> 29 damage for everybody who failed. Okay. 14 damage for uh, everybody who succeeded. Okay. Yippee! <laughs> That's not that bad. Come on, it could have been so much worse. We're gonna have a talk after this. <laughs> so the uh, bandit that Helga was eviscerating uh, d- disintegrates. <laughs> I see this person disintegrates. <laughs> And I say to Corbin, what did you cast? Sunbeam, my dudes. Time to tan. <laughs> Have a beach day. Fran elbows Mary and is like, you should heal Slake. They are getting hammered out there. <laughs> uh, Mary looks at you, Fran, and signs, you're doing the hammering. <laughs> We've both done more damage to Slake than any turns back to the battle as if she didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, these are some pretty battered kestrels now. And uh, so the uh, two bandits that have been attacking Slake are going to continue attacking Slake. And they are going to... I'm sorry, Slake. <laughs> When's it Mary's turn? <laughs> Mary goes at the end because she will shit initiative. <laughs> is that going to be okay, Slake? All right. So uh, these two, they both have advantage on you because they are flanking you. Oh, my God. So that's two hits from that guy. Um, so that is going to be 11 damage total from the first one. Second one is going to attack. Second guy is doing really crap. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. Slake needs to live. <laughs> That's All right. an interesting thing for you to say. If, if that guy attacks my friend Slake, I don't know what I might do. All right. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to attack my friend Slake. All right. So um, then the two Kestrels that are attacking you are pretty battered and kind of blinded, and they don't really know what they're doing. So. Can't relate to that at all. <laughs> All right. So the first one, uh, I said to hit you twice, and the second one only hits you once with their dagger attack, and that is going to be five damage. Okay, on top of the 11. On top of the 11. Yep. Okay, so I'm down to 39. Nice. Wow. What's your total HP? 93. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. If I ever get a hold of the guy who did this to my friend. Uh, Slake, it is now your turn. Are you cool. going to hit back at those who hit you? Are you going to kill Corbin? Yeah, are you going to actually join the Kestrels? I mean, if they have health insurance, I'll consider it. Um, so I cough up some blood, and I guess I will keep attacking the Kestrels. Okay. Even though I'm really starting to see their point of view. Um, <laughs> Uh, what is Mary's survival power if not health insurance? Listen, ugh. so um, I guess the two people that I'm engaged with, are they equally damaged? Yes. All right. Me too. Uh, I will just attack the one who's in front of me. Okay. 24 to hit. So that first one hits. Second one, that's not going to hit. That's like 12. Third one, that's 19. That hits. And then there'll be one more because of the bonus. Oh, and that one is well over 20. All right, that hits. Okay, so three attacks hit. So that'll be 27 damage in all. All right, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You kill him. Nice. Cool. Uh, Just hammering each other. Yeah, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not angry at all, so I just want (laughs) everyone to know that. (laughs) 
so can Slake use their movement now that like they're not flanked anymore to like move? Uh, they would have I mean, to I do take have an action move. surge. Oh, does action surge mean you get another action basically? Yeah, you can take yeah, so you one can take, you action. Can, you could take your action to disengage and then not if you take want to. Attack if you want yeah, to, yeah. you don't have to do that. But yeah, I won't hit you again. I can't guarantee that I won't hit you again. <laughs> Shit, a friend might hit. I you mean, again. both of you are. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I said, said move. At your current health level, I won't hit you again. Uh, but Mary's, if you get healed, I might hit you again. Mary's turn is coming up, so right, you do use like you do use like you just you just you just you just weigh the pros and cons, and you just do whatever you want to do. And whatever choice you make, it's not a fault. Interesting. Interesting. What do you want to do? It's like, do you want to use your action surge to move <sighs> to attack again? Or? Um. Talking is a free action, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, if I move, will you guys maybe focus your fire a little bit better? My, my fire's already focused on the enemies. You're just in the middle of them. <laughs> I don't know what Fran said, but I agree. Yeah, I'm going to use my action surge to move. All right, uh, so you're going to use it to disengage? Yeah, because my friends are insane. <laughs> Um, I'll move to the outside of the group so that I'm not indiscriminately slaughtered by my closest <laughs> friends. All right. All right. So you have disengaged from the uh, the Kestrel and you are now on the outside of the group. So hopefully nobody fries you. Yeah, that'd be nice. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Okay. So two of the Kestrels are going to go after Corbin mm -hmm. while the weasel is turning their attention to Slake. So we'll go with the ones who are turning towards Corbin first. The first guy uh, hits you once, and that is going to be seven damage. And the second guy... Second guy hits you all three times. Cool. <laughs> that is a 24, a 22, and a 23. Yeah, that, that hits, yeah. Yeah, that's going to hit you all three times. Okay, 22 damage from the combined three attacks of the second of the Kestrels. Sweet. So, uh, Slake, the Weasel Man is coming after you, and that is going to be with his spear. I think I'm going to try and parry. Okay. Uh, well, the first one to hit is a 20, second one is an 18, and the third is a 17. Do any of those even hit you? The 20 will hit. Okay. 11. Well, I, I'll just go ahead and parry. So uh, I can use my reaction and, exp and expend a superiority die mm -hmm. to uh, reduce the damage. So that is going to reduce it by five damage. Five damage. All right. So you take six damage from Weaselman's spear. All right. And now it is Mary's turn. Thank goodness. <laughs> Mary, because one of her friends has gotten very badly hurt, and one of her <laughs> other friends did the hurting. So she's going to hurt the friend. Yeah, one of them did. Yeah, so she's yeah, going to... Only one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and one is innocent. One of, <laughs> one of the ones who did the hurting is not hurt. <laughs> so Mary is going to focus her healing on you, Slake, and is going to cast Healing Word, which Mary makes a sign. All right, so that is going to be 21 points of healing to you. Oh, awesome. I say... Thanks, Mary. I love when my friends use their magic to help me. <laughs> and Mary gives a big old thumbs up. All right. Now it is Fran again. All right. Um, I think Fran is going to run sideways through the woods until she can line up as many of these guys as possible. How many can I get lined up? If you reposition yourself, you can get the three remaining Kestrels 
but the weasel man is engaged with Slake and will not be in that target. Got it. Okay, I'll do that. So I'm going to cast it at fifth level. Okay. And they need to make a dex throw. Okie dokie. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> of my eight d8s. I got four eights and two sevens. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. We're well, going to die. <laughs> one of them rolled a 10 and everybody else rolled above 20. Okay. Well, the one who rolled a 10 takes 53 damage. He's oh, my God. dead. Holy <laughs> shit. He just explodes his head. Oh what, are you, what are you casting? What are you casting? I'm casting Ice Sphere. Oh, gosh. Um, so it is, it, it, it's weirdly a bigger Ice Sphere than usual. It's almost more of like a sharp ice pillar. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's just ravaging the impaling these folks. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is. Um, the ones who passed are going to take 27. They try to dodge out of the way, but they are both impaled upon the ice sphere <laughs> as you take out all three remaining kestrels at once. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Bet you're glad you were in the middle of that, huh, Slake? (laughs) And then Fran hides. (laughs) Slake, like, stands there for a minute as they contemplate um, their own mortality, I guess. Well, and the, uh, the weasel man also sort of pauses and looks behind him at the absolute carnage of his fighters and then turns back to you, Slake, and says... Well, I can't go back to the captain now, so I guess I'll kill you. Corbin, it is your turn now. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I'm going to run right up to that bitch. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. And I'm going to put my hand out, and I'm going to say, Nobody hurts my friend Slake! (laughs) (laughs) Hyenas come with me as well. They're both screaming and growling, and I'm going (laughs) to cast... Sunbeam, I'm going to create a new line of radiance. Okay. Right at the um, weasel man. Corbin. Yeah. You are flanking him. Oh. Oh. All right. He has disadvantage on his constitution save then. All right. Let's hear it. First one's a 16. Second one's a 15. Yeah, neither of those would have. Okay. All right. That is 37 damage radiance. Ouch. Ouch. I think he says... Ouch. <laughs> Tell me if he's still alive or not. He I is. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, that's actually great. Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> because now I can have Helga exact her revenge oh, and Flash. Great, great. Okay, so uh, I'm then going to say, Sick em, boys! <laughs> and Helga and Flash are both going to attack. So that's a non-natural 20 for Helga. Okay, Helga. Yeah. Uh, that's a 19 for Flash. Shit. Uh, plus two. That's not even with Oh, his our luck yeah. has finally come so, in. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, they're they're both going to go uh, bite attacks. They're going to bite what? They're both going to bite him on either side of his neck. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. So unhinged. <laughs> right for the jugular. <laughs> so that is 14 damage total from both of my hyenas. Okay. He doesn't enjoy that, but he's still on his feet. Damn, bitch. Yep. He's screaming. He's <laughs> bad. Burnt. He's got two two hyenas attached. He has the choice to run away, and nobody ever chooses that. So, like, they get to. They, it's they true. Are gonna it's die. literally, yeah. Like, I mean, he could have just left and started a new life, and he chose to stay couldn't, and die. Couldn't go back to the captain. There's Dude. lots of other places they could go. He had so nope. many fucking options. He could have nope. started a new life. No, nope. Slake is just thinking. Now, <laughs> now it is Slake's turn. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll I'll try and finish this guy off. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. see. First to hit 16. That hits. And then 17. That hits. Over 20. All right. 
And the last one is 11. All right, that does not hit. All right, three will hit then. Yep, yep. So a total of 27. All right, how do you kill him? Oh, man, Slake always gets the kill. <laughs> I mean, I guess Slake was never really in any danger from either of us anyways. Hmm. <laughs> we never get the fucking kill. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, this guy's not doing good. Um, so... He's dying. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. I'll just brain him with the old pick. <laughs> Sounds so sad about it. Well, you him. know, I, I, you know, you I, I feel seen like, a lot of bloodshed. I feel like Slake's looking into this man's burned face and like seeing themselves. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. You, you mercifully kill this man. Mm. Cool. And uh, you guys have defeated the Black Kestrels. Yay! Yay! And uh, Mary immediately runs out of the hiding place she has been in with Fran and begins to heal both Slake and Corbin. Wow, nice one, Slake. That was cool. Yeah, that was dope, buddy. Per usual. Slake just, like, looks over <laughs> at the two of you. And they just look so tired. And they... What? Are you okay? Next time, I huh. think we need to... Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that you don't go in the middle of all the Yes, enemies. thank uh, you, friend, for saying um, it. Slake, like, <laughs> grabs your shoulder very firmly, <laughs> Fran, and says, next time I think we should maybe talk a little about strategy before we start things. Oh, so we agree. Yeah. I can take a little friendly fire, <laughs> but I would appreciate if... You're going to do a spell if you could maybe aim the spell first and think about the amount of time that it may take me to move. Fran Fran shrugs and says, okay. Corbin comes up and says, yeah, Fran, you really should warn Slake next time. Because that's, remember, I did that. That's what I did. Anyways, here, buddy, why don't you pet Helga? She's, uh... She's a real comfort. She's a real emotional support animal. Slake grimaces, and they say, like I said, I would appreciate if just both of you would be a little more careful. Again, I, I, I know what we're about to do is intense, and I, yeah, I can, I can take a little bit of, of magical splashback damage, but, you know, just, just keep, Keep me in mind. I always keep you in mind, Slate. Yeah, you're always on my mind, buddy. But, I mean, well, I'll, ye I'll yell sooner next time. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Marius is standing behind Slate with her arms crossed, looking very disappointed in you guys. She doesn't look mad. She just looks disappointed. Mm. Corbin looks away. I mean, I think I agree, but I also think Sacrifices will be made, but don't you worry about anything, Slake. Your old buddy Fran's gonna make sure everything works out all right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, here's a, here, li listen, we'll give you some more time next time. But if it really came down to it, I would jump in front of my own moonbeam to, to save you. Well, thanks, Corbin. <laughs> You're not allowed to die either, Slake. I'm not planning on it. Okay, good. And we promise we won't kill you by accident. Cool! 
like I'm enjoying emotionally torturing you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, we know. Yeah, yeah. And we are just performing for you, Postmaster. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, We're giving you what you want, Postmaster. You're, All right. you have a sickness. 